Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded February 7th, 2022. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, we run through our main takeaways on 4Q reporting season so far, with over half of S&P results in as of Friday. Four big things you need to know. First, the earnings resiliency we've been highlighting did solidify over the past week, supporting the market. Second, early sector standouts include tech, energy, and healthcare. Third, our quantitative transcript review suggests confidence has slipped a little, along with demand and margin views. Fourth, our manual review of earnings call transcripts, i.e. our reading, has kept us vigilant on the consumer, but we're not panicked. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on all major third-party platforms. Now the details. Let's start with takeaway number one. The earnings resiliency we've been highlighting did solidify over the past week, supporting the market. The full-year bottom-up forecast for S&P EPS is now tracking at 225 for 2022. That's up a buck from a week ago in mid-January's reading. Meanwhile, 2023 is tracking at 248, or up $2 from mid-January's reading and a dollar from a week ago. 2021 EPS has also moved up to 209. Meanwhile, the rate of upward EPS estimate revisions, current year and next year combined, is tracking at 56% over the past four weeks. What that means is that recently we've actually been seeing slightly more positive than negative earnings revisions. Additionally, for reporting season as a whole, we've been pointing out that stock price reactions haven't been that great. 47% of S&P companies that have reported through Friday have seen their share prices fall 1% or more in the one-day trading session immediately post-results. Now, that doesn't sound so great, but what's interesting is that this stat has actually continued to improve. Two weeks ago, it was tracking at 63%, and a week ago, it was tracking at 53%. Moving on to takeaway number two, early sector standouts include tech, energy, and healthcare in a positive way. Classic tech, which excludes internet names, has been the best sector in terms of stock price reactions to earnings so far. At a little more than 50%, it's the sector with the highest percentage of companies with their stock prices up 1% or more immediately post-earnings. Separately, on 2022 EPS growth forecasts in percentage terms, expectations have improved for energy, materials, healthcare, and tech, while deteriorating for consumer discretionary, communication services, financials, and utilities. Using a slightly different lens, the rate of upward EPS estimate revisions and sales revisions, financials, REITs, and energy, and to a lesser degree tech and healthcare, have been outranking the other major sectors. There's been more revision momentum in these areas. Overall, the positioning trades still feel a little messy to us right now. But across all of the metrics I just mentioned, tech, energy, and healthcare seem to be the ones propping up the market right now and are looking the best. Moving on to takeaway number three. Our quantitative transcript review suggests confidence among corporates has slipped a little, along with demand and margin views. In addition to reading through as many S&P 500 earnings call transcripts as we can, we've started to use Bloomberg's Transcript Analyzer tool to get an objective read on the trends in some of the hot topics of the past few reporting seasons. I'm not going to run through all of the takeaways here. Please do check out the full report if you're interested. But here are a couple of the ones that I think are the most important. First off, net confidence levels in earnings calls have been high, though we did see confidence itself slip a little bit in January. 
Second, the demand discussion has continued to tilt positive in early 2022, but at a less intense pace than what we saw in late 2021. And third, the margin discussion on earnings calls has degraded to start the year and is now tilting slightly negative. But to be honest, it's not clear that this matters all that much to the actual path of margins in the S&P 500 anymore, as there's been a dramatic decoupling between margin commentary on earnings calls and actual margin trends in recent years. I'll wrap up with takeaway number four. Our manual review of earnings call transcripts has kept us vigilant on the consumer, but we're not panicked right now. Despite comments from one IT services company about weakness in lower-end consumers recently, we just haven't been convinced that the U.S. consumer is in big trouble. To be sure, a few companies have talked about keeping a close eye on the consumer, particularly the lower end, and have noted how difficult it's become to predict the consumer recovery. But we've seen more discussion highlighting how strong the consumer is overall and have been more struck by how confident some of the airlines and cruise lines have been about the recovery and bookings that they either expect to happen or in some cases have actually already started to see. Along with tech and healthcare, consumer companies will be more in focus in the next few weeks in the earnings results that come out. And hopefully we're going to get more color on what actually is going on here, particularly on the lower end. In terms of some of the other themes we've gleaned from reporting season, many companies across multiple sectors expect 2022 to be a year that's continually getting better. Some have made this assertion on margins, others on Omicron, others on costs, and some on entirely different challenges. But we think this whole idea of starting out weak and getting better as the year progresses is already embedded in consensus expectations. If you look at bottom-up EPS growth expectations, they're in the 5 to 6% range in the quarters for the first half of the year, but are moving up to 8 to 12% in the second half. A final theme to mention, while discussion about interest rates and the Feds has been a little more prevalent in recent earnings calls, we're not seeing alarm about it. Most companies are saying that it's not having much of an impact and they don't expect it to derail favorable trends that they've been seeing. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. And be sure to check out our sister podcast, RBC's Industries in Motion, for deeper dives on specific sectors from RBC's team of equity analysts. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.